previously on Finish It, The Cave of Time. There was a knight on horseback who was all hopped up on something. He couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> We're laughing. It's a good time. He says, take care to keep your business drier than yourself. What? What is so he's this? Just, he's just saying, don't get involved in any of that wet business. <laughs> so then you get in front of the king and he, the king is like, does anyone believe this tale? Nobody believes you. So off to the tower, king shouts, and they send me up the tower. But then after a while, a guard comes in and says, hey, the king says you can leave because we have a more important prisoner. So he gives me a horse. But once a year, I have to come back and tell a story no less amusing than the one that I just told them. Do you remember your prediction from last week? No. That you would become a court jester. (laughs) That was one of your bets. (laughs) I find uh, some woods and a lake and a boy about 12. Okay. Uh, Luckily, this boy, Nick Tyler, is friendly. Nick Tyler? So you're in 1993 now. <laughs> you just met pop sensation Nick Tyler. I get arrested yeah, sh- sure. by a guard and put in jail. He've heard, he's heard I'm in league with the devil. And the judge <laughs> says, what you really are charging is witchcraft. Yeah. There will be no such madness in my court. Case dismissed. Huh. The judge sets you free and leads you on your way to a good and happy life in the 18th century. What? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hey everybody, uh, I'm Matt. I, I'm not talking to you. Hey everybody, I, Hi. I'm Matt. Uh, welcome. Wait, do I say my name first and then you say your name? Is that how we do it? I think so. Hey everybody, <laughs> I'm Matt Ewell. And I'm Chris Ewell. Welcome to Finish It. A completionist choose your own adventure podcast. Every page, every ending, every book, every time I think of your face. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. Thanks. Uh, that's I had example. I'm I had a very existential experience <laughs> reading this time through. I'm actually really excited to talk about it. I had a there, brutally visceral experience, so I'm very excited that it's totally the opposite. Really, yeah, my experience was very much a like this. I think my experience, possibly my story today, could have happened all inside of my character's head. Oh, but yours was very. Uh, Brutal and physical. I, I think just about anything that we've read in this book so far has to be inside this kid's head. It's insane. Yeah. Okay. Well, first of all, I just want to let you know mm. I did take the first paragraph of the book because this is now the third time I've read it. Um, you've hiked through Snake Canyon once before while visiting your uncle Howard at Red Creek Ranch, but you never noticed any cave entrance. It looks as though a recent rock slide has uncovered it, and I put it into. A grammar checker. Thank you. <laughs> it's horrible. It's fine. I can, here's the problem. It's, it's fine. It's not fine if you add the sentence following it. Tell me again the sentence following it. The very last sentence of the paragraph? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks as though a recent rock slide has uncovered it. Right. So the sentence before it, what, just say the end of that sentence. But you never noticed any cave entrance. Right. So you can say you walked through here before, but you never noticed <laughs> any cave entrance. It, it looks, looks as, though. as though a rock slide has uncovered one. Oh, yes. Doesn't the it make it. it a little less brutal? I think the problem is we've read that sentence too many times, and this is only the third time we've read that paragraph, <laughs> and it's only going to get worse. <laughs> I think the problem is, I, well, I think the problem is I don't know that much about grammar. I think that's the number one mainest problem. But I, think I also think that yeah. it just took at least three times to even kind of figure out how to fix it so it doesn't sound as crazy. For such like a um, harmless way to start a story, <laughs> I feel like it's a very antagonizing paragraph. 
<laughs> I feel like it antagonizes the reader, <laughs> not like there's some subtle like torment. Yeah. That we is... need. Well, we should put this to our Twitter audience. Mm, yeah, if um, if you have any opinions about why that paragraph uh hurts, yeah, tweet, or tweet, more specifically, if you don't have opinions, but if you have actual facts as to why that paragraph is super bad, like what is a specific grammatical boo boo? Yeah, or really maybe it's not a mistake. Maybe it's just a very unusual choice that you don't hear a whole lot. And it's just, maybe that's how everybody wrote in 1979. Maybe, and maybe we're wrong. Maybe there's something really magical going well, on. Well, <laughs> I don't know. So just tweet us at um, our Twitter handle is at at finish it pod. Oh, was that right? I don't know. I think that's right. I have this whole thing where I think that people who make podcasts, like they say, like they abbreviate the first part of it, and then they just put pod at the end. And I don't know why I think that, and I think I might be wrong. I think they put pod at the beginning, so it should be like, podish it. Podish it. Yeah. Because it's, it's like a portmanteau. Podmanteau. Pod there it is. <laughs> and everybody has stopped listening. That are was you, it. That was the... <laughs> That's the line. That was the last straw. Our friends are done. <laughs> the three people who were like, oh, I'll give it a try. That was very generous. They went that far. Mom, yeah. we'll do the rest of this for you. Yeah. Um, we'll tighten it up. Sorry, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> who, go, who goes first this time? I don't know. Uh, I think I'll, I'll go first this time. Okay. I do want to point out, I, I did notice something in the warning page, which is technically page one, so I've been reading it every time. Oh, yeah, I should do that. Um, so at the very, in the last paragraph, it says, remember, you cannot go back. Think carefully before you make a move. One mistake can be your last, or it may lead you to fame and fortune. Mm -hmm. Except, it says, one mistake can be your last, dot, 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 or it may lead you to fame and fortune. May is in italics. So we don't know that there's any fame or fortune. Exactly. There's no reason to think from the very first page, there's no reason to think that there is a good ending in this book. Any real success. Or at least fame and fortune. I mean, a long, happy life is a pretty good ending, and maybe that's the point. Maybe that's Edward's point. I don't love it. Okay, yeah. So Are you I saying I you hike, want to give I up? Because it's awfully early for you to say you want to give up on this I mission. I definitely... No, I'm still into it. I'm still having fun. That was a pike. That was a big pause. That was a big... I had to I had to check in. I had to check deep, and <laughs> I'm good. I'm still having a good time reading this thing. <laughs> but this time, I only made four decisions. That's as far as I got. <laughs> Not to, like, give away the game here. Okay. But okay, so so I, I I went in the I went in the cave and I was like this don't feel right and I went outside and I was like this is weird. Mm -hmm. It's it seems different outside. Sure. So then um, I was like, do you want to go to that ranch, the sure. the ranch with your uncle Howie? Okay. Or or do you want to go back in the cave? And I was like, I'm going back in the cave. Oh, okay. I'm a party in the cave. That's what I'm doing this time around. Bold move. So I. I'm I'm ready. I'm trusting my gut. My gut says you feel like probably if you go back in the cave, you'll get back to your own time because you know everything. So I go back in the cave. Wait, you had a oh okay, gotcha. So I, by, I have, so by taking a step out of the cave, you realize that you were lost in time. Yeah, that's correct. Okay, cool. Yeah, and your superhuman intuition put together that you were in a cave of time. I had a similar experience. I think that is just the protagonist that we are saddled with. Oh no! Oh no! You know, I start. Okay, here's what happened. I started back home, and then there, the page four is a whole page about the trail yeah. looks different. It's a riverbed. Yep. Blah blah blah. You realize that there's something wrong. Page four is the you, Ice Age panorama page. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you figure out it's the Ice Age just yet, yeah. but you're like a page away from that. Yeah. 
And then you went back like, in the cave. You think you feel like you should get to the ranch, but somehow you feel the only way to change things is to re-enter the cave. <laughs> and I was like, well, if I know anything about this kid is that he automatically knows everything. Smart. So I'm going back in the cave. So I go back okay. in the cave. Uh, and there's a couple different tunnels. One goes up uh, and to the left, and one goes down to the right. Uh, and then it says, it occurs to you that the one leading down may go to the past and the one leading up may go to the future. What? Because again, that's <laughs> this not kid, fair. I didn't get that sort of insight on my journey. Yeah, I got, I got all the insight because this kid knows all. And I said, well, I, I must, and you have a third option here, which is to just leave the cave again, which is really, really tempting. A third option? Is that your first time getting outside. three options? But I was like, I want to see what the future looks like. Okay. So I head up and to the left. Up uh, and to the left. Bad news, the future is bad. <laughs> um, so it's over 100 degrees outside, but I see the sun. And it says the sun is just about to set, so it should be getting cooler. Naturally. Now, in an insane uh, change from uh, the norm here, the kid realizes that the sun is not going up or, or coming down. It's going up. How does... So I he was wrong about the, the sun. He's gone. never been wrong about anything before, but now this time he was wrong. Okay. So it's getting even hotter than all, uh, at least 100 degrees, and the sun's not even up. Uh -oh. So no, no choices here. You, you, oh, it says, as the sun rises higher, you feel a blistering wave of heat. The light is almost blinding. Could it be that you are witnessing the end of the world? Wait for it. Out of the icebox, into the fire. Sorry. Nice. That was really <laughs> good. That was worth the wait. No choice there. <laughs> so you intuit that you, it's the end of the world. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Well, you know, he's thrown by not knowing if it was morning or night with the sunrise or sunset. So it actually says, could it be that you're witnessing the end of the world? Sure. Or just... On the, the next page, he definitely decides it was the end of the world, though. Okay. So, so it is jump the end back. of the world. Huh? So it is the end of the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So nice. you jump back into the tunnel. Oh, so the end of the world, apparently, oh. like, the, <laughs> the sun is dying, uh, but somehow it's very, very hot. You figure out by looking at the sun that the sun is dying? Yeah, sorry. Let me let me just go back and check that again. No, I I imagine that's right. That sounds like about par with the powers that our protagonist has. I can imagine him like looking at you, like you. I feel like you'd meet this guy, and he'd be like, "Oh, nice to meet you." Oh, and he'd be like, "What? What?" He'd be like, "Oh, nothing. Just enjoy enjoy your life while while you have it. Like, just enjoy your days. Enjoy your days." Okay, so it wasn't on that page where you intuit that the sun is dying. It's on the next page when you dive back in the tunnel. Oh, it was a page. You're feeling well, the that next makes cool sense. air, and and you're like, you're like, maybe I'll maybe I'll try the next tunnel because it'll sh maybe it'll show me the state of the world right begin before it began to burn up from the intensifying heat of the dying sun. See, hindsight is twenty twenty. You have a moment to reflect. Yeah, and you say, and oh, and anything, yeah, or or that it might show what happened afterward. Here's the thing. Yeah. It was 100 degrees here a few days ago. <laughs> what time? Is the world over? The world's closed over. It wasn't the morning. It wasn't the morning. That's a good point. So what did you decide? Did you decide to see before the end of the world or after the end of the world? I decided, um, <laughs> I decided to uh, see, you know what? Uh, it, it, there's not, so the choice is take the, take the next, the very next tunnel you see, because maybe it'll show you just before or just after. Oh, okay. that's really what what it is. Because the kid, so he's know. losing it. He has no idea anymore. He used to have yeah. a hold, a grasp on this whole thing. He used to be mad. Now he's like, man, I thought this and I thought that. And now I'm lost. I'm 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 crazy in time. Yeah. 
But so I did take this. So it was either take the first tunnel you see or take one later on. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, yeah, I want to see what happened either right before or right after. Um, and that was the end of my journey. <laughs> for <laughs> Did you step uh, out into the vacuum of space? No, that would have been amazing. You take the first tunnel and follow it on and on until you begin to wonder whether you are going around in circles. What can this mean? Perhaps time itself is slowing, which is an odd jump, but okay. You're nearing the point of exhaustion. You begin to feel very cold. You see it opening up ahead and stars shining. You step outside on barren ground. It is bitter cold. Even though there is no wind, you know you will freeze if you stay more than a few minutes. Maybe not that long, for the air seems very thin, as if you were on top of a very high mountain. You find yourself gasping for breath. You look at the clear, cold night sky studded with thousands of stars. Among the stars, you notice a disc the size of the sun that gives off a dim red light like a dying ember. The end. <laughs> Wait. Wait. I assume you, at that point his brain ran out of oxygen. Because there's and just, died. there's no like atmosphere really left or something. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't read into it. I, this one, this one's a mystery. This whole podcast but, is <laughs> us reading into this book. That's a very good point. Uh, yeah, a there's a book. there's a desiccated, moistureless corpse of a child. What at the end of the world? This is this us. Oh yeah, me. Right, he's just laying there. And then Professor Frisbee finds it years later and is like, ooh! <laughs> and then Professor Frisbee dies. Yep. <laughs> He's like, damn you, cave! And then that's the end of Professor Frisbee. That's a very, that's a weird ending. Yeah, it was messed up. So you saw Beyonce. So that was after the end of the world, I think. Yeah, it must have been. It's a safe bet. I, I guess so. Or, or it was like at nighttime. Like, I don't really know. It's okay. a bit confusing with the sun. Like, it's very, very hot in the morning, but then at night. And the, but the sun is dying. Like, are we closer to the sun? I I got nothing. The sun is bigger. Do suns get bigger when they die? Or stars? I guess some people would call them stars. I think they get like I think they get bigger and then smaller. We should save this for our astrology podcast. Podstrology. Yeah, right. Podstrology with Mad with, Chris with the Pod Brothers. Um. So that, yeah, that was my brutal ending. Wow. You spent a lot of time in the Cave of Time. Yeah, I was like, oh, let's embrace the Cave of Time. Let's find a way to get home. And then I was like, well, I do want to see what the future is like while I'm here. But um, then I went, too, I went way too far. I did, the the, I did the same thing, kind of. My, my experience what? was mostly in the Cave of Time. I didn't do the exact same thing. It's not that uh, weird. That hasn't happened yet. Um, I also did a Google search for Red River Creek. Red River Creek. Yeah, plus, how'd that go? Plus Snake Canyon. Oh. Uh, I don't think it's a real place. <laughs> it's so got to be I a real place. I don't think we're going to find it. There are a couple snake rivers. I mean, there's a snake river in Wyoming. Yeah. Um, I had a real Wyoming feel about this whole thing. Yeah, it looks lovely. Yeah. Um, but that's about all I found. Great. <laughs> <laughs> are you ready to that hear That sounds like adventure? a kind of Google search I do sometimes where I'm like, oh, I know. I'm going to look this up and I'm going to look this up and I, see if I find anything interesting. And like the first two results aren't interesting. I'm like, well, I guess yeah. it's not that. I just want to do this. So let's see. I'm going to make sure you didn't find anything that we bet on. Uh, you went to the future, but you didn't find a robot. No robots. No nothing. You didn't die because of the horrors of war. No, didn't meet myself. We didn't start podcasting on time. That was, uh, I was ready. You found a fantastic, no, you found a future, but it wasn't fantastical. No, it was just brutally. I love that you knew it was the future by, natural. Only, by just looking at the sun. Yeah, this kid was wrong. Like, he was wrong about the sun. <laughs> He's wrong about the future. He's wrong for America. 
<laughs> I didn't think about the fact that we are um we uh we're get, we're assuming assuming that his intuition is correct most of the time. This is the first time I he's, think he's been just wrong. I think he just has a lot of, of confidence in his intuition. Yeah, and that's not the same thing as being right. Uh, I think that shook him this time. It shook me. I think that's why I died. I made a bad decision because I was trusting my gut. Do you think that'll affect your decisions the next time? Yeah, definitely. I won't trust my gut so much. Okay. I tried to go really loose goose, just like mm -hmm. trying to just feel it and not plan, <laughs> not have a method. Anyway, I like married that. a pterodactyl. <laughs> so, I was hiking in uh, through Snake Canyon. Sure. This time, oh man, it's really hard to remember. Actually, I decided to wait in the cave a little bit because I still feel like that's a good decision. It's like yeah. it's nighttime, it's cold, scary. So I waited in the cave, um, but this time I decided not to keep waiting in the cave or go deeper in the cave mm -hmm. because I know that you fall down a hole, and I didn't want to fall down a hole. That's right. So I felt pretty good about that decision. Uh, so I go out and start charging through the cold, freezing cold day. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't find a woolly mammoth this time, so Whoops. there's no hope of warming myself up that way. Mm. But I do, I guess because it's cold, it's not super clear. I stumble and fall into a deep crevasse, mm. which is just another <laughs> way of going into a cave. <laughs> yeah, you're in the cave. <laughs> hey kid, welcome back to the cave. And now this is the thing that kind of threw me for a loop, uh, but did reaffirm the intuition thing. I went outside. It's cold. It seems weird. I fall through a crevasse. Yeah. And I can see that somehow I've fallen back into the cave of time. You can tell. This is the thought I have. <laughs> so at this point, I know that oh. this is the cave of time. Well, I will somehow. say this time, when it literally I read it, says the, cave of like time. in the first page, it says when you go in the cave, there's like a phosphorescence on the walls. And then I read later, it's amber colored. Oh, no, I'm sure I, I would recognize the cave. But oh, sure. my character in his mind thinks <laughs> I'm back in the quote unquote cave of time. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, not back in the same cave. I'm back in the cave of time. Wait, I, I haven't even been paying attention to that. Has he ever called it the cave of time? This is the first before? time I've seen it called the cave of time. Now and that, I got to go through everything I've done. And that was after <gasps> taking, stepping out of the, of the thing for just a few minutes. I didn't see any woolly mammoths this time. Right. That was a, a dead giveaway. But anyways, I'm in the cave of time, and I see, a, I see a path to the left and to the right. Does one lead to the future and one to the past? A fair assumption. So I tried That's to, what? Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I tried to game it, and I did like, okay, right or left, future or past. So I was like, okay, maybe right is future, because I want to see the future too. So I right. went right. You went to the past. Um, <laughs> I can't actually honestly remember how this happened next. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Okay, this is not a long journey. <laughs> this was not my end right here, but this is not a long journey. I don't go outside. The tunnel goes on a long time, and I find a chamber. And I think I might chamber have of time. I think I might have met our beardy friend on the cover. No. Uh huh. Amazing. I'll, expl I'll I'll say what it says. Yes, please. Um. A brightly lit, a brightly lighted chamber. It says, in the center. Seventy nine. In the center of which is a bearded old man, maybe, yep. maybe seated in a chair, seated. Uh, and he says, uh, "Welcome." And I say, "Can you help me find my way back to my own time?" Because I know yeah. that I am lost in time. <laughs> this is you guys are going to say wavelength. This is definitely. seriously the fourth page I've read of this book. <laughs> uh, and he says, and he smiles and says, first of all, tell me why you want to return to your own time instead of another time.'" 
Oh, snap. And I get four choices. Right? Uh, One is I say, because I want to be back with my family and friends. Yeah. It feels like the kind of like strong heart. Yeah. One is I I I say, because I don't want to take a chance of being in a bad time, which is a lot to assume assume about your time. Yeah. Uh, Another one is to say, I would like to try another time, but only if you can assure me that I'll eventually get back to my own time, which I think is a good, that's good negotiation right there. And then the final one is to say, who are you? Oh. And I had, I had to do that one. I had to know. That's the best one. Because he's the guy on the cover and I want to know. He's got to be the guy on the cover. I had to ask. So I reached the end of my journey on page 45. (laughs) (laughs) He says, I am a philosopher. Mm. who, when asked to choose time, instead chose timelessness so that although nothing would ever happen in my life, I would have all the time in the world to think about it. So my name think... is Edward Packard. <laughs> I think so. And I say, are you happy with your decision? And he says, no. Hey, nice. because... oh. And he says, no, because philosophy is nothing outside of time. Take the tunnel to your right. Return to your own time. And let your life be your philosophy. We we're done with the book. That's the whole point of the whole book. You just got to it by accident. <laughs> I think that's the message of the Cave of Time. Yeah. So. That's Edward Packard weeping while typing that. <laughs> it's the it's Blurring the, the ink in a paper and his, his typewriter. It's the ending he always knew was going to be there in the back of his yeah. mind, but he couldn't bring himself to do it until he had <laughs> finally written the rest of the book. And he finally, <laughs> late, late, late one night after he had done, you know, spell checking a million for the millionth time. Yeah. He was like, it's time to write. My ending. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like maybe he had a loaded gun on the table when he did that, but he decided yeah. not to go through that part of it because he had got some more ideas for the next book. Yeah, he started thinking about how the Cave of Time is infinite and how it leads to all these other places, and he was like, I got more books to write. <laughs> so I think I got a good ending because I went back to my time. Yeah, you went back to your time, which I think is is winning in the in the terms of this book. And you went back with a new personal philosophy to embrace life. I guess he said, "Let life be my philosophy." Yeah, I guess that's yeah. what that is. Let yeah, let life. Yeah. The yeah. Why spend Why spend your life pursuing some philosophy? Life, your life is your. That actually doesn't make a ton of sense. Life I think is what good he's as is long like, as you don't spend any time on philosophy. Yeah, just stay out of caves. He regrets his philosophy degree <laughs> and his spelunking <laughs> habit. Yeah. Wait, who gave him the choice? How do you become... Oh, so many mysteries to unravel in this book yet. There was maybe another bearded man before him? <laughs> and he took his place by making that choice? Yeah. Or sitting just immediately back to back with him right now. Like, he's, they're just right there. They just don't talk to each other right now. <laughs> like, they, they used to talk to each other, but that was 7,000 years ago. Yeah, yeah. Like, the nightmare, mm. the nightmare of all this is that to to read everything, now knowing that there are four <laughs> choices on that one page, we have to do exactly that journey three more times. I think there might be just other things to do that one page. I wouldn't be surprised if there's other journeys that take you to that page because it's a cave. It's a yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, and oh. also now we have to read this book over and over and over, knowing. We already got the best ending. Yeah, we're never going to learn anything else from this book. That's, <laughs> would, that's the assumption now. I hope that we're wrong, but... That we're not going to learn anything else. I mean, we might learn something about um, customs and manners of different time periods. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> like, in medieval times, they want your business to be dry and not wet. Yeah, keep it dry. 
He keep tries again. Try. So that's, I mean, that's educational. It's just not super useful for my life going forward. So I'm going to give myself a win on that yep. one. Okay. How, how do you feel about yours? Was that a... I died. I died did. in a, at the end of the world. That's pretty bad. It's kind of amazing, though. I mean, you technically mm. lived longer than me. This dude went out a hole, and he was like, it's very cold. I might freeze to death. And the air seems really thin. And then he died. He was he's standing like, there thinking about how you're about to die. Go back in the cave. He was like, oh, it's very cold. I've got probably got about five minutes. Oh, wait. <laughs> you realize you probably have about five minutes. You die. <laughs> that's like the final lesson about his intuition not being correct. That's, that that's, I think that's the lesson I learned from my story is that this kid does not know what he's doing. He has mm -hmm. guessed lucky thus far. Yeah. That it is, in fact, a cave of time. But the uh, other story, I mean, yeah, he was in a king's castle. That's pretty weird. But that could be like, <laughs> it could be like a, just like a nightmare cave or something. Just pulling. None of that stuff made any sense. <laughs> and I think the lesson from mine is yeah. when I'm making my choices going forward, I'm going to choose to experience life and not to run away from it <laughs> or try to slow down and think about things. That's interesting. I'm going to try to do the opposite of that then. <laughs> and if you, the, if you meet the old man in the cave, ask him a different question. Yeah, I will. Because it's going to be a long podcast. It's going to be a real long podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's see. I didn't find any cowboys, any racist characters. I didn't join a rebellion. And I didn't find another me in the tunnels. So no, no bets won this week. And there's no description uh, except this man is old and bearded. That's all it said, right? No yeah, sword let me pull that with back a up, skull actually, on it. No that is, viper I, helmet. That is the most um, fascinating page I've read so far. And it's a very short page. Um, let's look at the description again. Or um, if Edward Packard was just like... To illustrator Paul Granger, just draw, have the old man in the chamber at the center of the cover image, and just make him look like me. <laughs> and Granger in was like, with the helmet and the glowing the red eyes and everything? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, oh, here, take this sword. Oh, wait. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That, maybe that it... was, nobody's going to understand what I'm talking about. We need to put a picture of this up somewhere prominent. I, I think it's, I think it... <laughs> More than likely, it will be. Uh, he, the bearded man, will be featured on the cover art of our uh, podcast. Okay, good. Unless it's like three years from now, and you're binging old episodes, in which case we're probably on a different book. Yeah, we're on a different book. Just Google it. It's called Cave of Time. It's the first one. We've said it a hundred times. Unless there's no internet anymore, but I there's didn't still, think about that. but there's still podcasts. Because uh, no more net neutrality. There's no more podcasts about choose your own adventure books anymore. No, there's only podcasts. There's no internet, so you can't Google things, but you can listen to podcasts. They're delivered right. by postmen nice, uh, who travel from hovel to hovel. That's <laughs> all I can think of for like a post-apocalyptic place to live is a hovel. No, yeah. no that's the best. Right. You're lucky if you got a hovel. A hut? If you can hovel down. Hut's going to blow away. And then the tornadoes we have in the future? Forget it. You want a hovel. You want something that is uh, a little above ground, but mostly underground. Mm. Uh, you want aluminum roofs. They can blow away. You can just go grab it and drag it back. Yeah, you tie, tie it to a string. What about a yurt? <laughs> a Yurts yurt? are cool looking, but uh, again, I think, unless it's made of cement or something. Okay. What about a cave? Yeah, a cave of time is what you want. <laughs> That's what you want to go back to a better time, like yeah. medieval times. Or just go forward to the end of time and just stay there. I'm gonna because just... the hovel is bad. 
don't stay there for more than five minutes, though. <laughs> um, uh, I want to read the description one more time of the place and the man, because I feel like this is the core of the story. This is, I mean, I feel yeah. like this is like the center of the Cave of Time, right? Yeah, the chamber is huge. I, I mean, not, it, not large, but I mean, it's, narratively speaking, it's, narratively, it's important. Yeah. I mean, and plus there's four choices. I think like that is, we reach- That's how you know. We reach the center of the Tootsie Roll Pop, which turns yeah. out it takes four pages. Four pages. <laughs> <laughs> which have all been neatly bitten. How many pages? Um, you, okay, so it says, instead of rising to the surface, you enter a brightly lighted chamber, in the center of which is a bearded old man seated in a chair. Mm-hmm. Welcome, he says, as if he has been expecting you, which, yeah, okay, sure. Thank the you. The voice doesn't go with the picture of the... Welcome. Welcome. Hello. Hello. Welcome Do you like my glowing red eyes? <laughs> um, thank you. Can you help me find my way back to my own time again hugely? That's which is one of the things that makes me think you can get here from other other areas. Other yeah. parts of the book. The old man smiles. Again, that does not match the cover. First of all, he says, Tell me why you want to return to your own time instead of another time. That's all we get. It's just a bright chamber. Yeah, with an old man's guy in chair. a chair with a beard. It's very vague. I feel like that's big probably sm- on purpose. Big smile, or just a smile. I think it's a smug smile. He doesn't mind sassy kids. You think they know everything? He's very forgiving, though, because I, I asked who he was, and he still sent me back to my time. He's like, nobody ever asked me that. Yeah, I guess maybe that's nice. Oh, sure. Yeah. Like we had an option like, how are you? How are you, are you feeling how, okay? How, yeah, how you been? Can I get you anything? Yeah, can I get you anything? Can I get you anything? And he'd be like, hey, yes, can you hear that drip, that dripping water sound? <laughs> if you could track that down and plug it up. Oh, I just, I can't with another drip in this place. It's, it's once, not steady. It's not steady. It just happens when it happens and I'm losing it. It's like once every three or four months. And like the difference between that is killing me <laughs> it wakes me up if i'm asleep it wakes me up and sometimes it's it's been three months and i wake up and there's no drip and then a month later guess who's awake again because <laughs> a drip there's a drip there it is oh it's a four month at this time was it was i counting i don't really count him i gotta be honest i don't count i just don't like that sound i used to count them i can't i can't anymore <laughs> i got to the highest number did you know there's yeah. a highest number <laughs> there's the highest number i got there and I got stuck. Have you ever gotten stuck counting before? <laughs> it's a very bad feeling. I was physically stuck, like in a hole. <laughs> and then your choices are to hear the number or not. You hear the number, you die from that. It's <laughs> the next number up would actually kill you if you heard it. Um, I feel like we both had very kind of um, high sci-fi kind of like heady experiences this time. In a very short amount of pages. Yeah. For both of us. I think uh, Darren Aronofsky would make a very good version of this book. A yeah. A very good movie version of this book. Yeah, yeah, Everybody yeah. would hate it. They'd be like, it didn't make any sense, and it was terrible. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, but look, like, it's, it's true to the source material. It's very good. <laughs> and like, I mean, you know, the lesson is, you know, you might think you have five minutes, but maybe play it safe. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a valuable lesson. That's a morality tell. Yeah, the lesson is kind of peek your head out of the cave for a second. <laughs> Like, look around, jump back in. Look at animals who live in in underground caves. (laughs) Do how they do. Yeah, do how they do. They peek out and they look. And then they they go right back in. The peek and retreat. Or they got another one that looks just like them and that looks while they're eating or whatever. And then they look around and then they go back in that cave. 
Yeah, yeah. Get, get, get that old bearded guy. Bring him with you. Make yeah, him go out you. first. Yeah. And if he dies, he goes somewhere else. Or maybe you'll That's be right. the old bearded man now. That's the trick. It's the Santa Claus thing. <laughs> it's a Santa Claus. So no matter what, we got to not kill that guy. I guess... If that's an option, we'll have to do it eventually, but I don't think it was. Yeah, I mean, we, we ha- if that's an option, we have to do it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that does it for this week. I think I f- that, was a, that was a couple of very fascinating adventures. I feel like we actually learned something on an emotional, philosophical level, as, as tentative as I am to philosophize after my experience. Um. And I think that's that's a nice change, actually. I was expecting more, you know, cowboys and <laughs> yeah. spacemen, but this is like a very <laughs> introspective journey into the mind. Yeah, it's definitely not getting less weird. Nope. <laughs> but, uh, all right, let's sign off and thank you. Thank you for listening again. And uh hope you enjoyed this more reflective finish it. Love you, Mom. Love you, Mom. Thanks for listening.